nothing in life is easy right today you spend all this effort and time into everything else but yourself and by by yourself i'm not saying buy yourself chocolates and this and that no i'm saying your mind because really all you can offer someone else is your mind right what else can you offer someone my mind right my consciousness that's really all i can offer you can offer me so today if we can all work towards enhancing that and improving it and understanding our true self and speaking from you know our true self it helps everyone right it helps you it helps everyone it helps you create better relationships welcome back to our show guys that was arnav kumar the founder of switch wellness this is part 2 of a two part episode with arnav so if you haven't seen part 1 yet or listened to the episode yet then i highly highly recommend you check it out before you check this one out So as part of this episode we talk about a lot of things one of them being how you can be overwhelmed by any situation but you being mindful can help you overcome it or get past it also how you need to look at things from your perspective as opposed to looking at it as let's say a one size fits all scenario if you did like the previous part uh, of the episode or if you like what you're seeing here then do hit that like button and if you haven't subscribed then do subscribe to our channel And if you're listening to this over audio, then do consider following us there too. Cool. Then let's get right into it. This is Arnav Kumar. I'm not even sure where this, where all of this spawned because I think this is a I, continuous process, right? I can explain that to you. Oh yeah, yeah. So what happens is that you know, like you said, when you're a child, you do have to value your mother and your father's opinions because they help you nurture who you are, right? You don't know what's best for you at that age, really, right? So you're listening to the people again in the most faithful, pure, divine way of uh, love, you know, and listening to them and learning. uh from them so they become you know your biggest role models and no one's been given a manual of how to be a parent so a parent will always make a mistake right i don't i don't have a manual of how to be a son i must have made a thousand mistakes <laughs> yeah you know um so the thing is that you learn from them but at that moment while you're learning from them right you start developing this attachment and when you start developing this attachment that's when the emotional disturbances can start taking place this happens subconsciously really because when you're a child you're not meditating unless you're going in for buddhism or you're going to an ashram uh, or you know whatever i don't know about other religions but i'm sure that uh, there are schools where you can go to do these things and then what happens is attachment happens suddenly let's say something happens to someone you love and you're a child it starts affecting you and you don't know how to deal with it at that moment right So what happens is an insecurity develops because then you start thinking that I need to do this for this person I need to do that for this person you know um I take an example from my book uh there's this girl you know her name is uh Sukhi and she's basically you know she's experienced this moment where um you know she's like she's lived through her life you know thinking that you know she has to be this kind of hero protect people and take care of people and this and that at, even if it came at the cost of uh you know losing out on who she is and uh, as a person how she is and uh, 
you know this this development started taking place where she started to understand that where is this uh uh feeling coming from right she the, this moment uh, like came in her life where she witnessed you know uh something happen when in her childhood um where let's say for example you know she's like her parents were arguing and then she suddenly felt that she needs to protect her mother you know she mm-hmm. suddenly feels like she needs to protect her mother because she's like you know oh my mother can get hurt mm. and that's a pure feeling of a child it's a very pure feeling i'm saying this because i know it's relatable for a lot of people but unaware um and you know you feel like you want to protect the mother and then suddenly you start feeling that you know oh to keep harmony it's your responsibility and now you need to keep people together then suddenly what happens is everything in your life you start doing in that manner but at that moment you're neglecting yourself and then that emotion that arose arises at that moment you know that fear of oh you know my mother could get hurt or this could happen or that could happen and that you know sudden sensation of uh, f- uh, fear that might appear at that moment you don't know how to deal with it so then you're suddenly telling yourself that oh you know i just need to yeah forget about forget it, it dust yeah, it you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've dusted it and yeah. I, i've got to continue going but yeah. what you're not realizing is that that one moment becomes like a tree of insecurities and then that insecurity leads to another fear to another fear i develop claustrophobia i develop this i develop that i develop an ocd i develop a I, whatever kind of phobias that exist right so you develop something or the other and it just keeps stemming into this and this and this and then you're like no i have claustrophobia it has nothing to do with anything yeah yeah uh, nothing to do with no anything. idea where it's come from yeah, yeah. yeah it has nothing to do with anything this is who i am yeah yeah but what it what i'm trying to tell you is that okay fine just try to understand why it's happening that's all i'm asking yeah. why is it happening mm. you know why am i getting afraid in a situation which is a closed room why am i getting afraid in heights mm. why am i getting uh, other situations you could tell me people are afraid of water okay uh, why? why am i getting afraid of water why what what happens inside what is this emotion that happens that suddenly when i go away now i'm fine mm. yeah <laughs> you know yeah. what is that emotion that's arising mm. so then what happens is that you know a construct of insecurities develop and that's really what is the ego you know ego is not ha- so arrogance and all this can be considered a part of it but i don't want you to understand it for that i want you to understand why it happens right so the construct of that is is really what uh, takes place you know the, the, then this this attachment comes in and the ego then starts operating rather than you operating from you know awareness and your consciousness and then what's happening is that this ego gets caught up with this cycle of pain versus pleasure and then mm. you're always indulging in the cycle of pain versus pleasure where then Correct. you're you know you're pleasuring yourself to avoid pain or you're you know dealing in pain to get pleasure you know and it's a cycle you know so i'll just explain the situation mm-hmm. this is an ex- excerpt from my book um, which i've written is there are two things that this thrives on one is a goal oriented method and the other is the fear of the unknown and other okay. emotions such as anger and sadness and this and that can be explained in a very similar manner okay so what happens is that you know thoughts that spiral from the format of goal orientation are thoughts that we can all relate to which is i can't wait for this happens when this happens i'll be happy mm-hmm. i can't uh, i want this and this in life and then i'll be successful and happy and fulfilled mm-hmm. uh i need alcohol to relax i'm too stressed out uh the, i need a massage to relax i'm too stressed out it's too sunny i need the shade then i'll be happy if it's too cold in the shade i need the sun then i'll be happy there seems to be a constant goal oriented method where we continuously work towards wanting to be happy not realizing that we are not happy in the process of achieving whatever goal this is during this process and achievement of this goal what we realize is a constant state of recoil from pain sadness anger reaction to emotions and a ceaseless change of fleeting emotions 
which is really an unreliable basis for lasting fulfillment fundamentally that is a goal as well right and that's not correct is there a state in which we can enjoy simply a constant state of well-being where we are truly happy for who we are with whatever emotions thoughts feelings and sensations we feel what does this require understanding not reacting so instead of running away from who we are we need to run inwards towards who we actually are where we reach a point where we have un- truly understood the contents of our consciousness and this process requires either very good understanding of ourselves or even a surface understanding of you know introspection to reach that stage hmm. um and you know that's the first aspect of it and the second aspect of it being you know the fear of the unknown and thoughts for the fear of the unknown are again thoughts that anyone can relate to is you know what if this happens to me if this happens to me i need to prepare accordingly by doing xyz so you start preparing for an imaginary problem if i have green tea my heart rate will increase what will happen to me i'm getting anxiety there's turbulence what will happen if the plane crashes the fear of the unknown leads to irrational thoughts leading to the development of uncertainty in the outcome right in the given outcomes this inherently takes place due to a self defense mechanism built in place to provide a false sense of security towards an imaginary problem that you believe is going to occur with no or little evidence this is not to state that a self defense mechanism is bad um and again they're independent to each person um and or reasonable doubt is reasonable uh, you know i'm talking about irrationalism rather mm-hmm. than reasonable and the idea is simply to distinguish and realize that even in a moment of panic one can remain calm as this requires just a change in perspective um let's take the example of turbulence turbulence takes place the plane is shaking and suddenly you begin to panic what if the plane crashes logically if you think of it there are many moments on a statistical rational basis in your daily life that anxiety or fear should arise but it doesn't for the same reason when you're driving a car the statistics are way way higher or something happening yeah. than for a plane to crash cause of turbulence you mm. understand what i mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so why is your fear arising at the plane but not there mm. it truly does not make sense right mm-hmm. so when you look at it in that sense the the same experience of dropping in a plane during um you know anxiety when you experience anxiety or fear when a plane drops is the same experience that someone goes to pay for in a theme park Whatever. so i was going you, to, i was going to talk about the thrill and those you, aspects of it yeah, yeah. so yeah. you you don't mind paying for it at a roller coaster but when it's happening you know what i mean so yeah. really what's happening is that you know again this is to take a neuroscientist belief because i'm not a neuroscientist and looking you know sam harris puts this very beautifully like the physiological experience of fear um or anxiety is not different from excitement and you can literally uh physically locate it wherever it takes place and wherever you physically locate it you will also physically locate it that the excitement whenever you get excited it's happening in the same place So when the physiological aspect is the same for anxiety or excitement really the only difference is the narrative you're telling yourself one is a lie and the other is a truth right mm. basically the idea is that you know if you logically then start even just try to brainstorm about it, if you have a basic knowledge of physics as well and just brainstorm about why you're experiencing turbulence at that moment you'll instantly you know find a reason to be calm because really like i i don't know this and i'm sure a physicist or someone can correct me but it's just acting forces on a plane right and there's just an imbalance on the acting forces at that moment because it's going through a high or whatever air density or something 
So could it be the uh, fear of heights? I mean, that's another thing that is a little inherent in humans, right? I, I'll come to the other aspect of it, of uh, what you're trying to talk about, with what is inherent and what isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, what I'm trying to say is that that's not the reason. <laughs> I, I mean, even if you the, don't have a fear of heights, you could still, still end up exactly. Doing, yeah, that, yeah. That's really not the reason. The reason is just fundamentally. Um, what I'm trying to say is that it's a irrational thought because you have an uncertainty about the given outcomes and mm. in this given situation it makes it's a logical fallacy to do so because it's a highly improbable situation like you know for a plane at that moment because of turbulence to crash I'm, you know you could statistically look at it for a turbulence it's like one or two percent maybe and you know i don't know it could even be slightly higher mm. maybe let's take it even at seven percent but 93 percent it's not so do you operate in life according to Hmm. Or seven percent, or you know that ninety-three percent of outcome to whatever you're working on, right? Um, in that sense. Hmm. Hmm. So, yeah. Like, I think this whole fear of the unknown is something that, um, well, well, is there with anything you do, right? Even with, let's say, you embarking on starting your own company, or you know, you're doing anything that's maybe a little bit out there, right? You don't know what the outcomes are going to be like. And you don't know for the fact how it's, how, you know, what you, maybe like you said, maybe you're getting into uh, working with maybe someone like Elon Musk and you you can confidently say that, okay, I don't know much about business now, but maybe working with someone or working among so many other people is going to give me that sort of exposure, right? Uh, But even then, there are obviously days where you're just alone with your thoughts and, you know, you're just like, where's this actually going? I can't see the sort of um, feedback or the uh, the the result that or the goals that I've already you know made made up in my mind, and I think the only way you can get there is by telling yourself that hey you don't know what's actually happening now but you need to put in the work and do what's necessary and you can only do that you only have that in your at your at your hand right that's all you can do but in terms of whether uh, it can really work out to be exactly like how you imagine the chances are very very meek it's probably not going to happen exactly like that be so many other things that could happen you're right? 100% so, right yeah it's like you've played poker yeah poker is a very good life example to take <laughs> I understand that it's so uh, gamble but gamble. Yeah. I'm not I'm not like really promoting <laughs> gambling or something <laughs> but I'm trying to not uh, I'm just saying this yeah is, <laughs> no. <laughs> I, yeah but like what I'm trying to tell you that yeah. is that you know it's like there's an 83% chance I give you aces right do you know what the flop pocket, is going to be? Pocket aces. Yeah, yeah I give yeah. you pocket aces. <laughs> and I have 2-5. And the flop is 3-4-6. Is that in your control? You had aces. Now you suddenly feel this obligation that I had aces, I should have won. Yeah. <laughs> Boss, I played my hand 2-5 correctly. I got extracted as much as I could from the situation, right? I use my resources. Well. Right. And whatever the outcome could be, I operated. You know what I mean? Uh, you need to know when to lose a, a let go of a losing hand you need to know when to operate with a winning hand and you do know it's it's you know it you inherently know what's good for you mm. you just need to trust yourself but that is so difficult yeah the concept is faith mm-hmm. all it requires is faith and in what yourself you're so easily willing to have faith in let's say your wife in mm. your uh, mother your father how much of that faith do you have in yourself right let's say I have so much faith in uh, God, right? And let's say I have faith in uh, whatever your religion may be. That same amount of faith you need to have in yourself as well. It's all I'm saying, you know, it's 
it's it's you it's it's you need to have faith in yourself um and it's good to have faith in things it's good to have faith in god it's good to have faith in uh family it's good to have faith in uh your loved ones it's good to have faith in humanity nature but it's most important to have faith in yourself yeah and the uh, the only thing that you have control over is who you are if you think you have control over other things it too in a way is how do i say an illusion right because mm. you really don't like you said everything is a likelihood of happening correct right today i'm sitting on a plane i trust my pilot i trust the process <laughs> that's also and faith yes yeah. ultimately if something happens will happen it's not in my hands correct it's not in my hands can i do something what will i achieve by panicking just tell me if the plane even if turbulence takes place and the plane crashes what will i achieve what will i achieve by panicking will i achieve anything you have lost a lot of things i've lost <laughs> a lot but i've not achieved anything yeah, correct you know what i mean i've yeah. lost my my happiness Same. for that moment same uh, yeah, thoughts <laughs> exactly like yeah. that mindfulness for that moment's gone correct so today if it does and it's happening what can you do honestly what can you do sure i understand there'll be reasonable fear at that moment that i'm going to die but like that's understandable <laughs> yeah. but after it's happened not like are turbulence ho raha hai to fir abhi bhi so abhi se hi soch lete hain it's not like that correct it's like yeah. if it does happen then at that moment for you to fear is it's reasonable but yeah. before it happens for you to get afraid and then provide yourself a sense of security ki nahi nahi ab theek hai that does not work this whole turbulence example reminds me of um, uh, i'm not sure whether this was either part of a, another story or whether it's an actual real life uh, experiment where i think a bunch of passengers were asked to um, read a book or a passage or something around again it, it was a they had a control group there are some of them who read about turbulence and some of them who read about all of these things what they noticed over a span of the next year and not just that particular trip is that these guys who have read about turbulence or whatever affected their all their trips that they took like through the entire year and and it comes down to you know affected the moment that trip in what way good way or bad in, in a way that you know the moment they have read about turbulence and they uh, they have read the whole mortality issue and you know your people how many people have actually died they start panicking the moment they sit inside a plane but the other guys the same guys who you know again the control groups great no issues everyone's relaxed and and they they tested this out across the span of a year and these guys it 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 eventually became an inherent thing where you know fear of flying over time and that kind of you know compounded over time because of you know going through it multiple times but yeah. i think it comes it it comes down to if if you read it and you knew for the fact that hey it's just another you know just another topic that i've read in a book and then you tell yourself that it's it's okay and then you know it just comes goes to show that there's so many factors here that are playing with you and there's so many things that could affect you and it happens on a daily basis right i mean how many things do like there are days when you don't need to stress out you're stressing out you're losing your shit you're running all over the place yeah but why are you stressing exactly that that's the thing right oh. it could be some small thing it could be some you know just the maybe uh, another things you know pro- pulled you down and that's now you know showcasing itself through your job yeah, your career yeah exactly yeah. that's really yeah. what it is yeah the thing is that um like what i'm really trying to tell you is that you know like you're thinking but you're unaware that you're thinking you know let's say you're remembering something who is remembering who is thinking hmm. these are just simple forms of meditational introspection um and 
you're saying you're stressed who is getting stressed why are you feeling stressed and uh, you know uh what is causing the stress when the stress takes place what is happening actually what is actually happening i'm getting afraid of something why is that fear of whatever this come is coming is that fear just getting stimulated by this external situation and does it actually exist within for some other reasons what are those other reasons for which the fear exists hmm that's how it works you know Correct. it's simple introspection and you know we are teaching this like you know um, in my in my business my work this is literally all it is where our idea is to help others and our motto is you know uh, um, to help others help them help themselves in order to help others and the idea is you know we try we we are introducing this analytical meditation so that people can then start practicing this and then what start begins to take place is you begin to understand that you're at any and every moment meditating for that matter because at any and every moment you're examining the contents of your consciousness stress cannot exist in that state it just fundamentally in my opinion cannot um because at every moment you're trying to understand it why is this affliction arising Mm. you know yeah and at some point you begin to understand like it's like you know you f- <sighs> like sam harris again you know he was a, a very good like guru for me he helped me in my thing i've never spoken to him about his app and his books and this and that yeah i was going to ask you do you um, do you have his app do you yeah. constantly i i did use it uh, yeah. now i do a uh, non guided meditation Okay. But when I was doing guided meditation I used his. At the okay. same time I learned analytical meditation from this counselor called Saul Pereira. He's really good at it. Um he Sounds teaches. Sounds very familiar. Uh, okay. Okay, yeah. He, yeah. He's like a, he's um you know, he can do spirituality and psychology both. Got it. Um um so but like you know, I, he I think analytical meditation is something to do. Um that's something we're going to start. so I'd like people to keep an open mind to it because we're we're not uh, we're not trying to say that something is wrong with you or you're bad we're trying to say that you're beautiful in the most imperfect way <laughs> but everyone is right yeah, yeah you're beautiful in your in your way yeah and we're trying to un- make you understand you know what that way is who you are because you need to liberate yourself from this cycle of pain versus pleasure you need to liberate yourself from this uh you know recoil from pain and sadness and anger and this and that you need to find a way of consistently being you know mindful and uh happy and that's up to you we are trying to teach you a way to do it which does not involve religion so that you know it's not like you know we're trying to enforce buddhism or something because i understand and respect that everyone has their own faith so respecting that everyone has their own faith we would like to help you on the concept of spirituality mm-hmm. so you know come in and in that concept and help yourself in a aspect of spirituality develop your spiritual quotient right so we believe there's a five uh, you know uh, aspects of auto- autonomous health which is like mental emotional physical social and spiritual physical you can do fitness and you know mental is really about reasoning which is you know you can develop logical reasoning by studying physics and mathematics or um you know other things that are good on an objective basis and uh, em- uh, you know the emotional and spiritual health go hand in hand so that's something that 
that's something that's where we would like to help and the uh, you know social and spiritual health the social health will come on its own that's what you've been asking me and i've been trying to answer mm. the social health will come on its own where you begin to participate well in society help people and they help others but the most important really is that emotional and spiritual and you can't use the reasoning uh, mm. you know you can't use intellect for that you need to Correct. sorry you need to uh, you yeah. need to understand your emotions mm and i think yeah it's it's about equipping yourself with the right tools or for that particular you know realm right in this case yeah. you can't like you said battle something the mental side with emotions and you start fighting it, it it's it's you know just a downward spiral from there right it just doesn't help yeah and a lot of people get that conflated too right because they i've, I've heard instances uh, here as well where people think that they know the reason why they are you know acting out lashing out or the behaving in a certain way but then either they don't do anything about it after knowing and i think there's something we've spoken on the show before too which is great to have knowledge but if you do nothing with it it's agreed. useless right agreed it's like yeah only you can make use of it right mm-hmm. um, and that's why i said you are in charge of your thing it's a difficult thing to do it's not easy but the point is that nothing in life is easy right today you spend all this effort and time into everything else but yourself and by by yourself i'm not saying buy yourself chocolates and this and that no i'm saying your mind because really all you can offer someone else is your mind right what else can you offer someone if i'm not when i'm if i'm not alive and if i'm declared dead is my body can i offer my body <laughs> in that sense no right i'm saying like mm. the only thing i can really offer is my mind right my consciousness that's really all i can offer and you can offer me so today if we can all work towards enhancing that and improving it and speaking uh, from uh, our you know understanding our true self and speaking from you know our true self uh, it helps everyone right it helps you it helps everyone it helps you create better relationships and lashing you know lashing out it's good to know why you're lashing out it's it's very good to know it's a start certainly and that's why that's when i wrote it's a surface understanding of introspection mm. and that's good I mean, you have to start but somewhere. But you need to start somewhere, and yeah. you need to go in and in, and you need to. You take that knowledge, and do something with it. You know, um, and all I'm trying to say is spend that time on yourself. If 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 what sixteen hours of your waking day is going into work and this and that, you know, you're just somehow trying to keep things in balance. You know, that's what you're doing. I'm saying try and go within ten days, fourteen days, in a year. Take it out. and spend it on yourself right to understand yourself and go within understand why this happens that happens analyze your mind basically try and understand your mind in in essence and that's that's where like you know tools like meditation and cognitive behavioral therapy and journaling um, and everything right journaling gratitude uh you know taking care of nature and uh, people and doing something good you know all of that helps exercise hmm. um you know you're taking your right supplements to ensure that your body is good uh keeping yourself healthy with food spend 14 days dedicated to yourself right and after that you you become literally like a gift to yourself and then but it doesn't end there right that's the no. thing right that's that it's easy for us to think of this these whole detox periods and you know I think of like a fourteen or thirty no. day period and just like get done with it. But that's just like literally a tip. You got to really make it a habit. You got to get it, you know, going throughout. Otherwise, 
you are again going to be back where you started and then again you are do the whole 30 day thing and then you're back again and it's yeah. just a whatever and yeah i think the maximum effort you need to put into is taking care of yourself and you're taking care of yourself uh by doing these things see like meditation when i said it's not good for you the reasons for that was for, so that you try and understand your mind to try and understand that disturbance that takes place ultimately it is good for you yeah <laughs> but in the process you have to understand that it's not uh, i don't know if you you know if that's making sense yeah. and no no i get that if you understand that meaning what i'm trying to say is that it's a process right it life is a process it's not a problem to solve what problem are you trying to solve yeah. you know it's a it's like a mystery right it's an unraveling mystery keeps yeah. taking place who knows what's going to happen 10 years later could anyone tell us covid was going to take place you know it's it's and then what happens you accept reality at any and every moment for what it is and you try and work from there right it's a process if you think that ah now you know i'm fine let's move on then again you'll come back to that same position right mm. you need to get out of it in that sense and really act i feel you need to act on you know yeah really getting it into um I mean having a a process for the process if that makes sense right I mean because at the end of the day it's very easy for us to yeah, you, know, you sit down and you journal and then you're like okay so I'm happy for this or I mean forget gratitude I'm just talking about just journaling about maybe something that's happened through the day you you note it down and you're just like that's great and you do this for 30 days and you've done nothing about it that's just a bunch of 30 pages wasted the way I see it but if you've taken those maybe taken 10 minutes to write it down and if you taken another 30 minutes to introspect another 30 minutes to act on it do it you can really see those you know those changes right and i think we had one guest on the show who spoke so much about um, the importance of having to um, you know if you're reading a book it's very easy to just read a book and say that hey i finished about 20 books in 6 months but how much have you really utilized from it how much have you really understood and taken away from it how are you implementing things from these books and i'm talking specifically non fiction books right uh, and i think he had a very simple rule i think it works for him and i think it 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 will work for everyone else as well which is if you read for one day you need to introspect for a minimum of 2 to 3 days on the book so that sort of ratio right you give it enough time and then it kind of you know you see that okay now i know where i'm where i'm coming from where I, where i can utilize these things how it's going to benefit me and then over time you'll start seeing those you know those changes as well right when you're taking care of yourself right you need to do what's good for you like today there's no cookie cutter approach so it's not necessary that i can tell people you know what what we can do as people is suggest what we think is good for ourselves and what we do to improve ourselves then tomorrow you can take it or not take it that you have to decide mm. right so one thing um one thing when it comes to reading books and you know implementing knowledge really is what i think you're asking me and books is just one source of knowledge you really have to uh like i said earlier to you understand the context of the situation understand the what the meaning behind it why is this being said you know what is the person really trying to communicate and you know introspect it in that sense once you've got some sort of an understanding of it then you try and understand you know how do i implement it for myself does it suit my nature to do something like this and Correct. you know you you want to keep improving right because progression is again in my opinion inherent in everyone's nature so reading books in my opinion um 
I've read a lot of uh, self-help uh, books in that sense because I'm assuming that's what you're talking about. Sure, I mean, see, books is one category. And stuff. Sure, I mean, yeah. books is one aspect of it. even Sam Harris has his own set of books, right? And then apart from that, there's also uh, you know any sort of content that you consume that you know could be in the self-help realm. But then at the end of the day, if you're not thinking about how you're going to consume and utilize this, it's it's useless because I think what you're also stating now really requires dedicated time and effort because you can't just like read a book and while you're reading itself you have realized how it's supposed to be implemented and you're just like I'm done with the book I've read the last word right now and I'm good to go and then move on to the next book and then you realize that when you six months later are you really utilizing anything from this book the, probably not the, no? on, the only question honestly the only thing to that is ask yourself at that moment am I lying to myself if I've implemented it or yeah. am I being true to myself Right. And there'll be a feeling that will arise at that moment, yeah. which will guide you. You will know for yourself at that moment, Am I have I justified it? Have I not justified it? Correct. Right? You'll know it for yourself. Who are you lying to? Correct. Today, let's say I read this book. I, I you know, I read Marcus Aurelius' book. I've become a stoic and I know this and I know that. Yeah, yeah. Chalo, I have the, uh, I remember it. I've rattled it. <laughs> and I tell you. Right. I've rattled it and I've told you. Yeah. What satisfaction am I getting in that? Right. If I've implemented it inside, that yes, you know, he talks about valuing your nature and this and that. And I understand it. And I, I you know, I, I, I think what I've experienced it and I'm implementing it. I'm like, yeah, what he says makes sense. And I would suggest that for others. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if I've not understood something, experienced it, and how can I recommend it to you? Correct. Right? How can I recommend something to you? I, then what I would be doing is simply recommending to you without... Uh, Really understanding what it is. Is, right? Yeah. right? Like, ha, it's like... I mean, any other product for that matter. You're just like <laughs> randomly like, yeah, that, that, that looks great, great and shiny. Yeah. Let's just like buy it. So it's like, <laughs> how do I do that, right? Like yeah. you're asking me to... Uh, it wouldn't make sense. You're just... Then you're just rattoing something, right? Like you're just like... Uh, what's the English word for rattoing? <laughs> memorizing. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. just memorizing it. Mugging. Yeah, mugging. You're yes. just mugging yeah. it. Yes. What is the purpose of mugging? What yeah. does it fulfill? It fulfills you to pass your grade. Yeah. Does it help you anywhere in life? Are you able to implement it? Right. Yeah. If you're not able to implement it, what knowledge does that serve? And what It was a waste of time. Yeah. Right? I mean, it cannot, it wouldn't be a waste of time. Nothing is a waste of time if you make it meaningful. Correct. You, everything in life has to be meaningful and meaningful to you, not to someone else. It does not matter if it is meaningful to you, do it. Today, if someone's, you've read a book and it does not mean anything to you, that does not mean it's a waste of time. You've tried and move on to something else. Like today, what I'm trying to say is that it's not necessary that you have to, everyone will have their own approach again. Like today for me, let's say Sam Harris worked in helping, right? Tomorrow, it could be like a Bhagavad Gita for you. Or, you know, it could be like a Quran or it could be like a, a Bible or it could be uh, whatever, you know, there's so many things. I'm, I'm just trying to say it could be anything. It could be another psychologist. Like it could be um Jordan Peterson I was about to forget his name <laughs> uh yeah. it could be Jordan Peterson he'll, he'll give you a hard time if you forget his name but yeah <laughs> so <a> thing. <laughs> you know things like that or it could be platforms like this uh, uh in the record to state I'm not like a psychologist or something I'm just telling you things from my experience correct um you know um certainly go and get everything uh, verified for yourself and speak to a correct psychologist right uh, counselor um but really like you know you need to know what works for you and you will know what works for you because you can answer that for yourself 
you don't need someone else to and the, tim ferris made this book you know I, i'm forgetting the book's name but i can probably send it to you on your computer tools of titan the latest yeah book. what yeah. tools of titan right tools of titans yes yeah. so you know tim ferris's logic is really nice in life which is fundamentally i'm going to understand with a set of what 10 14 questions he has mm. and he asks everyone that and he just wants to understand how everyone is successful what have they do, like successful people how have they become successful right Correct. that's all he does that makes sense to me because i'm getting like i don't know a million personalities opinions of what worked for them and then i can imbibe what works for me right right again this becomes a non judgmental platform because i'm reading that book for thinking what i can do as a good for myself right so th- th- that's what i'm trying to say becomes ethical living in that sense as well coming back to the previous point so i think this is a good place for us to wind up because yeah. i think we've spoken about so many things under the sun yeah. <laughs> and uh uh but yeah if there this is something i ask of all my guests which is uh, if you had to put one last message out there for them if there's something that you know you want to conclude this either maybe something you have already spoken about or maybe something that's you know we haven't go ahead uh to be honest i think <laughs> just you know do what makes you happy focus on you know uh if you can just regulate your negative emotions itself uh although i don't think any emotions negative negative in the sense of like you know like you said outlash um you know if you can regulate it itself in the start that itself is a true achievement um and you know start valuing your nature value who you are your nature your true nature discover yourself and um you know value yourself value your nature really mm. and experience life for who you are just yeah it's so simple <laughs> yeah and uh yeah you know I just hope everyone, you know, uh, the intention should always be good and wish well for everyone and try to do good for others at any and every moment. Just keep trying to do good for others. Yeah, that's it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And uh, if you had to send people online, I'm not sure if you're active online, but where where can we send them? And what's your book called as well? So that when it's the book out, is called Sukhi. Sukhi. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. based on the character. Character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The book is called Sukhi. Um. so he i unintentionally i thought of the word but un, it means happiness happiness yeah so that's the book yeah <laughs> and um, it's really about delivering that to people okay and um the facility that i'm running it's called switch mm. it's like an urban wellness center where right now we're providing exercise and nutrition and we're going to integrate um you know spirituality and counseling both um and uh, we're going to be teaching analytical meditation different forms of meditation helping you understand what helps you come to a meditative state as well mm-hmm. um and exercise as well there would be guidance nutrition there would be guidance um plus we have physiotherapy uh, and uh, we have a spa so pretty so, much the end to end gamut yeah. of well being itself well, right yeah awesome Cool enough. I'm glad that you could make some time to get here. I think we've been in talks for like a long, long time. <laughs> yeah. Right? But uh, yeah, this is great, man. I mean, I'm glad that you could get in. Yeah, I had a fun, fun time talking to you. Yeah, no, thank you. Uh, thank you for the opportunity. I think, um, I think what you're doing is of a great service. Uh, why? Because you're trying to provide authentic, you know, content to people, and um, I hope, you know, everyone. 
can uh, whether it's mine or other people who've been on your channel i think i hope everyone can you know take strength from everyone's um, you know knowledge insights of life and journey, insights right? of life right yeah and, and that's the that's the plan too right the idea is to keep it very uh, you know keep it comfortable with the guests in a way that they can open up and talk about their learnings and at the same time like you said it's what you take away from it and how you decide exactly. to structure a, a plan around it right yeah. so yeah i think it comes back to that so simple thing i tell all my um, you know viewers and listeners is if you take away one thing from each episode you 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 know you it's worth your time that's the way i see it cool thanks okay. arna So yeah, that was episode 24 for you. I hope you found this useful and intriguing as I did. If so, then do consider sharing this episode with your family and friends. If you do know of someone who could find this to be quite useful, then do share it to them as well. Cool then. I'll see you guys in the next one. Ciao.